It's going to be a real mindfuck when people look up and realize that we are the aliens that we've been wondering about that are in the universe. Like, there, there are parallel universes with, like, Wait. aliens out there, and that's us. Is that... Is, Mom! Huh? I'm still recording! <laughs> I'm off with Didi. Welcome to an exchange, the podcast. A podcast. Thank you. A podcast about everything and nothing and all that is in between. Uh, today, <clears throat> I'm joined by a special guest, one of my soul sisters, Malia Hibbler Murray. Um, oh. Malia. Hello, Julian. Hello. <laughs> we both went to. Um, UGA and like we were definitely cool in UGA but like we didn't really get close till after UGA through uh Nikki Marshall great mentor mm-hmm. and friend yep. and also part of the soul sister family like and then from there from the days that we Lonnie just been like really really tight like definitely and like I feel like you get chosen we, we met in a, at lunch in ECV right yeah yeah christy was there i feel like that might be how we met (laughs) i think so i think christy was there because sometimes i'd meet her for lunch um, depending on yeah yeah we have time (laughs) yeah so we met at lunch at at uga um and yeah like we've been rocking for how long it's probably like seven ish a little more years now like like seven-ish years that's a long time dang that's a really long time <laughs> that's an undergrad plus some yeah i love it though wow seven years jillian what yeah the fuck? can we can we cuss on here yeah duh uh, <laughs> it's me <laughs> i don't know you know i don't know what your your audience you know what they prefer <laughs> i don't really think i have one at this point i think people are just kind of checking out with when they get a chance and then you know I, but i think anyone, have an audience. i think anyone that does stick around like to continue listening is gonna know that like yeah <laughs> if okay. you're sticking around like I'm, I'm not gonna switch up what i do you know if it's not for you then you know it's just not for you no love loss period but yeah exactly um yeah dude so uh before we hop into it let me think if there's any first things um premier league season has started we play liverpool tomorrow I'm nervous but <laughs> abameyang signed abameyang is like our top goal scorer and like we really needed to sign him this season are you talking about arsenal mm-hmm so we did oh, or- yeah. <laughs> yeah so like we signed him which was good. Mm-hmm. And NBA playoffs are still going. Um, oh, yeah. So I know like a, a couple episodes ago, I did um, top athletes that informed like how I look at life and or how I look at that sport. And I shouted out Dame Lillard and Russell Westbrook and Pat Beverly. I want to take that back and keep Dame Lillard. And I got to put in Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is doing a madness this playoffs. And, like, 
I've always liked Jimmy Butler, but like, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Actually, that whole Heat team is like, I like their grit and I like how um, they don't really care who the competition is. They're just going to go after it, um, which is nice. It's nice to see because I, I think a lot of teams sometimes or sometimes players play like um, any team can't beat any other team on any given day. Like they just kind of go into it like they're going to lose. And it's like, nah, the Heat are like, nah, we're about to not only like play well, but we we're actually going to, we're going to win. So I like them. Right. Um, that's fine. Whole state going into something is, you know, key anyway. So if yeah. they're thinking of, then I'm sure they're really playing to win and, you know, showing it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, let me think what else. I think that's it. Uh, all love to Meg. I'm not even going to mention whoever the fuck else, but all love to Meg. We, we don't know him. We are, we're here for you, girl. We're going to hold you down. Like, fuck everything else. Period. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, the last thing I'm going to say before we hop into it is uh, I, the, the lack of charges or direct charges for the murder of Breonna Taylor is so... Crap. <sighs> It's so beyond. It's not even like it angering and saddening anymore. It's just like y'all really just don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, y'all really just oh, so like you're blatantly like you just don't care. Yeah, and you're continuing. You're continuing to show it. Like just like even for it to be timed to the same day that like Emmett Till's. Murders got acquitted. Like it's mm-hmm. blatant. At it's very blatant. Like they don't forget shit, Julian. They know what they're doing. Well, and then the fact that the black AG is the one who, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, that. Tamika, Tam, uh, Tamika, I believe her last name's Parker. Tamika Parker Valley uh, was right though. Like, all skin folk ain't your kin folk, bro. Like and it's it, oh yeah we knew it, that but beyond Ms. that Nikki though, used to tell us that that's true that's true she did but beyond that though it's like I don't know I'm I'm really hopeful that um we do you know get the justice that that is more than deserved and long overdue in this case but. I don't know. Like, that hit me kind of the same way that um, Trayvon Martin did. Because Trayvon, when Trayvon Martin was murdered and and George Zimmerman just walked, like, it, it, like, something in me, like, no lie, like, just broke. Like, it was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I I I remember the day. Mm hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's the same with this because it's like, it's to specifically just being a black woman or, or some or black femme or whatever, like that, that, that just felt like such a slap in the face in, in such a different kind of way that I yep. just, I don't know. Yep. For real. For real, for real. Like, I don't even know what to say, honestly. It just is like, it's sad that it, like, at this point, you're like numb to, it too in a way at least for me like because I was just like 
fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. even know what to say. Like, this, I'm just tired of the, you know, traumatic events that keep affecting our people and hurting us. And it, like, now is at the point where it's, like, it hurts so bad that you can't even feel it, which mm. is, like, I don't even explain that kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's a that's the level of hurt, I think. I Where it's I, just, like... I've been exploring this I this kind of concept of hurt and what hurt fuels. Um and have you seen you've seen Watchmen, right? HBO series. No, I haven't. Oh, yes. That it it deals with that concept in a very real um way for black people. Um just in how they kind of <laughs> wove that theme into the story of kind of some things. Um, not to ruin it, but mm-hmm. like it, it, it is like yeah. I'll stop talking about it. Well, we'll talk about it more after you watched it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't want to ruin. I'll it. add it to my list. I have an ongoing list of things I have to watch, but but like during this time, like I've had periods of time where like I watch a whole bunch of stuff, and I don't watch a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm you know definitely being sensitive to what I watch right now just just because I know that I need to watch more uplifting things <laughs> to you know yeah so, yeah for I'm sure. just like but I haven't watched anything I tried to watch House the movie it's on Criterion mm-hmm. I haven't finished it but I started it and I really liked it but like that's the last thing I like attempted to watch like weeks ago mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I mean, it's going to be a fun um, a fun ride whenever you do get into Watchmen or whenever you get into your list. Like, I, I'm totally with you. Yeah. It's some t- the same thing with me and music sometimes where it's like, it's not that I don't want to listen to the new stuff or I don't think it's quote unquote good. It's just like sometimes I'm not in the headspace or the, um, um, the, the kind of the receptive space to like receive everything and be able to appreciate it for what it is. Like, I'm just not, sometimes I'm just right. not there. Um, right like if you force try to force listen something or force watch something it's just better when you just yeah like all right I'm in the mood to watch this you know I'm in the mood to listen to this like it's better yeah for sure um okay so let's hop into it uh so basically um for the uh, for the pod each of us will bring a topic to discuss. I don't know what the topic she's bringing uh, to talk about. I, she doesn't know the topic I'm bringing. Um, so I think this should be fun. And, um, and <laughs> we'll end with a, a better in tune wellness segment. And we'll talk about, you know, each um, one thing that we've each done uh, to be better in tune or feel well this week or in the past week. And um, one thing that we recommend for people to do. Uh, for the upcoming week. I like that. Okay, cool. So, uh, Ms. Hebler, what did you tell us? Oh, is it me first? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Okay, so my first one is what era of Atlanta music was the best? Oh. Ooh. No. And I've outlined it by like 90s 
And then, I mean, this is not in any order. I just started writing out stuff. But you have like your 90s, like hip hop. Yeah, let's get these categories. Dirty South. Okay. Dirty South. You got crunk. You got snap. You got trap, which I feel like trap, we are still in the trap era. Yeah. I believe. It's like it's like <laughs> like it's like trap, trap part it, one and then right now we're like trap part three almost it feels like dude because it's like it's just the evolution of trap because trap. <laughs> it's like there's like tr- like there's like two thousand mid two thousands early two thousands trap and then you get to like the twenty mm-hmm. tens trap and then yeah, like when Ti coined trap music whenever that was there's that level of it and then. You have like the, you know, like future version of trap, or the, and I mean now like the gunna version of trap, or the little baby version of trap. Yeah. Like it's like so many levels of trap. There's but this like the evolution. Also, I wanted to say when I was talking to my mom about it, I was like, "We are trapped in trap," which is like, yeah, you know, ironic because <laughs> like literally. Trap. No, like the there's no trap. evolution. We're stuck in trap. There's an evolution, but then we're, we're stuck in this one kind of soundscape. Whereas before it was like, yeah, I see what you're saying. But I think also, in a lot of ways, though, well, not in a lot of ways, it's the truth. Trap music crossed over to pop. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pop artists started like, well, to be frank, white pop artists started to use that that soundscape and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's contributing to your point of being stuck in this kind of thing because now it's like in this perpetual like loop of like what's considered quote unquote mainstream. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you know, and it's working and it's selling and, and people are, are being very successful with it. So it's like, people don't want to really, why would you switch up that, that if it's working? But like, right. I, but I agree with you that like, to the point of this whole, first we're getting so off topic, but the point of this topic being about <laughs> Atlanta, heirs of Atlanta music, the progressions of Atlanta music are so evident. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? And to, like, we really have in the last like 15 years kind of been, in this one thing which is interesting it's interesting but so let's answer my question (laughs) oh sorry my bad what is the what's your what's the best era or you could say what's your favorite yeah because I can't say best I can I can only say my personal favorite um yeah I what a question I There's a part of me that's always going to love that old Atlanta mixtape era, like, which is, like, I think that was, like, coinciding with the snap era, or the dance era, the crank that that era specifically, like. That era. Yeah, because there's, like, hints of the snap. Yeah, there's, (laughs) like, people that are from Atlanta are not very, are not very familiar with Atlanta music, it's. You you think it's one thing, but it's really a lot within like the whole kind of like Atlanta sound. There's so many different kinds of like subgenres and like sub like movements oh, and subcultures that happen. Ah, futuristic. Yes, futuristic. Yo, black boy, white boy, swag. 
Yes. And like, the rich kids, I think the rich, the rich kids, kids. Would fall under futuristic, would they? I I would say so. Or yeah. they're like beginning of trap. They're like in that sweet spot. Right. Yeah. Like and when when we're talking about trap, we're not we're obviously not talking about the early two thousands or early T I trap. We're talking about like when Future and Two Chains took off in a different kind of way and crossed over the mainstream, that kind of trap that like mm-hmm. did that. That was like just for, just so people don't think that we're talking about like the earlier stuff. Cause it's like it's it's a long run. It's a long run of music. Long, think about Gucci's early trap days. Like oh literally. Oh my gosh. So long. <laughs> Jeezy, you know, like, come on. That rich kids, I have such great nostalgia and like great memories from that rich kids era because that was that was college for us. I was undergrad. Yeah. So that might have to be it. That might have to be it, honestly. Just because I, I literally had the time of my life. That was a soundtrack to the time of my life. Like, yes. I, I think that's got to be it. Um, I would say the that, like I said, the old Atlanta mixtape, Crank That, uh, that no, yeah, it was like half Crank That, half Snap, half like whatever. That era has got to be like number two. Uh, Pastor Troy would have been in this, but, you know, uh, for obvious ah! reasons. This is not included anymore. You can go Google yeah. why. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I would have to say that. But then it's, like, outcasts. But the thing about outcasts, when I think about it, though, is, like, I don't put them in eras. They're just, like, a separate thing for me. So even when we talk yeah. about eras of Atlanta music, I can't, for me, it's, I, I, I can't really put them in an era. It's just, like, it's just outcasts, man, like. They evolved past any kind of era. Yeah. Like they, they like are so timeless and classic and evolutionary that it's like you can't even put them to a, a I era. Yeah. I can't. The music that they have as like even if they release some of that now, it's so timely and, and the production so modern and like there's always been that like Afrofuturistic sound that like mm-hmm. you could like if Bazo or Baghdad was released today, it was slap. Like you know what I mean? Like so fresh and so clean was yeah. like Rosa Parks was. I literally yeah. before you said so fresh so clean and not I am not biased, but yes I am. <laughs> but I literally heard the opening like snares like in yes. my head like, before before you even said it. So, but it's just because it's just so hard. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to my daddy. Shout out, Mister. He Ray. did that. He did. That. Yeah, man, like, I, I, and I also think that, um, I know, like, a lot of, there's a lot of critique about how a lot of this music is not going to be timeless, or quote-unquote as timeless as older hip-hop, or whatever, like, mm-hmm. I would disagree with that, I would, I would say that I understand where they're coming from, from some of the party records, or whatever, but, like, but, uh, girl, like there's so much that is i didn't mean to cut you off (laughs) i just felt it in my soul i'm like you connect like i feel like the 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 way that music is timeless you know is kind of gonna change it's gonna be about how it made you feel more Mm -hmm. so like you're always gonna want to listen to that because it gave you a feeling so, like, think about, like, what you said about our college days. Like, 
Yeah. You are going to remember being at Sky City listening <laughs> to Michael Montana do it. You're going to remember how that made you feel. When you when you heard "Girls Gone Wild" by Montana the Mac, like you're gonna remember. I saw that. him. Okay, so I saw him yesterday. I won the lunch. I think. What? <laughs> Wait, Stewie Rock. Did Stewie Rock produce that, or was he on it too? Oh, um, maybe. But oh yeah, yeah. Stewie Rock. Okay, so I saw Stewie Rock yesterday at at won the lunch. He was part of one hundred seven nine crew, and they were like um partnering with us on the event and i wanted to say something to him like i want you to know bro that like you you created part of the soundtrack from my college years but i didn't really want to do that but i was thinking it i was like i was, I was saying all that to say i was just thinking about that song yesterday like literally really yeah yeah oh my god wait can we pause for a second yeah did i am i using proper pronouns i wanted to check sorry oh yeah dude Okay, because yeah, I, I you, you know, I'm just, no, yes, because I said girl, and I, I wanted to make sure. Oh, no, you're fine, you're fine, <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, all right, just checking. Girl, I don't care, <laughs> I don't, all right, I, I should probably make the announcement about my pronouns eventually, but I don't care, I still, it's still she and her, the they is in there because the they fits for me. And uh-huh. that's interchangeable for whatever people want to choose to use that. But if someone's like, hey, girl, or hey, what, you know, like, I don't, I'm not. Okay. I still feel yeah, like, I, I like to just check. I, I, look, I appreciate that. I would much rather you check and then just assume. So I, I do appreciate yeah. that. That's very kind of you. Of course. Very of course. Of course. Sorry. Um, no, no, you're good. Um, but yeah, like I, I just, I, I, I understand what some people are saying in terms of that, but as, but I also feel like a lot of that music is going to age well. Like you cannot tell me like some of Gucci's music is not going to age well, bro. Like it's going to age well. Some of that shit, like not every single one of his mixtapes, but the shit that ages well is going to age very well and going to slap very well. He may not I be able to perform it the same way, but <laughs> <laughs> like the, the recording itself is going to hold, bro. I literally hear I think I love her in my head all the time. Like Esther Dean, the goat. Like I I literally hear it in my head all the time. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like and it swing my door. Like I remember where I was and like I just remember when I first heard it and how I just was upset. Like so, it's like that's always gonna hit for me, no matter how old I am. Like I'm always going to like listen to it. I may not listen to it every day, but I'm gonna go back to it. And to me, that could be like a new version of timeless. I don't know. It's just like nostalgic. Like and people now more than ever, I feel like are craving nostalgia, especially during this time. You know. So I, this is quick tangent. I have this thing about nostalgia, which is like, I appreciate that people are having nostalgia, but like there's, there got to a point where I was really getting tired of hearing samples. And then I liked, I liked how people, instead of just sampling, they got like the original artist back on the song with them. Like I thought that was cool. And I was like, okay, like that's like a cool way to kind of connect everything together. But then beyond that though, it's like, I, I just feel like remix because we're in remix culture and we have the internet and we have all these digital tools in a different kind of way to create 
and to like think mm-hmm. of new ways to, to remix things. But I also like, I, I do hope to your point that we do continue to evolve because we've been in cause kind of the same trap kind of thing for so long. It's like, okay, what's next? Like what I appreciate yeah. about my favorite artists is like, there is like some future, like there is like a, a futuristic sensibility in there. Like Pharrell, like me and I think, was it me and Chris you were talking about? How like Pharrell and Missy Elliott's music, like to music that could come out today is still yeah. like, you know, slap, like, yeah. Right. And it's still to have you be unique and in its own kind of lane and still have its own kind of thing. Like I'm praying that we can like, you know, get to there instead of heavily relying on the samples and that, that, that feeling to, to inform um, or to, to build off of instead of, you know, kind of experimenting a bit more and seeing, you know? Right. But there is an art to sampling. There really is. Um, Obviously, you know, Jay Della, Kanye West, you know, there is an art to it, but yeah, there is. I do appreciate like with your dad and like organized noise, like the lack of like there aren't that many samples, like, and it was really like creating these like soundscapes and these kind of sonic worlds mm-hmm. without it. They used to just make up things and you know, like, <laughs> like have people actually play things or like you know, sa- and sample that like even stuff like that like yeah yeah definitely very like I don't even know how to describe them just really geniuses (laughs) (laughs) that's the best way to put it yeah yeah cool so what's your favorite what do we talk about your favorite you said the rich kids era but I'm wondering if you have like another favorite era as well Oh, no. Well, that's one of, I don't think I said my favorite, because I feel like, (sighs) I don't know, like, it's just, I love it. I love music so much that it's like, I can't even have a favorite nothing, because I'm like, every song is my favorite song. Like, you literally will play a song, like, oh, that's my song, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, that's my song. Right. Like, every song is my song. But I think if I had to, like, I can, I'm not going to say these in any order, but definitely the, like, snap era, but, like, not just the mainstream snap, because I feel like there's, like, mainstream snap that people knew about, like, you know, DFOL and Franchise Boys, but there was other snap music that people yeah. did that, like only like we knew about like in Atlanta and of course we would have thought that it blew up that's what I that. thought do <laughs> you realize it really didn't <laughs> it really didn't like the bubble gum you know bubble gum, the bunny hop juke your boy yes juke your boy while like, I do uh, myself a juke juke Yo. Not even that one. The, the old one, one. The first one. The first Dookie Boy. Yeah, I didn't I didn't um, care for the remix more. I like the first one better, I think. Yes. The, the first, first one. one. Crank and then freaking Yes, there we go. It's That's you know. and me, M-O-U-N-T. And then it's wait, it's one song I'm trying to think of that oh like the black mob and Southside Mafia stuff. Like that's real underground. Yes. Like literally click clack. Like click clack, click clack, boom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, what? These songs were so like. If you think about them, when you really listen to them, very dangerous and like you know, 
like, what? Why are we listening to this? Um, especially in middle school. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why did my mom, why did my mom let me listen to this stuff? You remember Host but, It Out? Host It Out. Yes. Oh, my Host God. Host It Out. <laughs> there was t that Hit me on my metro. <laughs> oh, my God. Blackhead. I know this bitch named Blackhead. She got a yes. blackhead. <laughs> it's like all of those. That's I love it. That's all, that's, that's that, what I that was favorite. such a great era. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then of course like trap and then the future also, era within trap is like was a thing. It was future definitely a thing. Bruh. Early future and early Gucci. You couldn't tell me shit. When, when after after I heard "Heavy" by Gucci, you could never tell me shit. Like he was like one of my like probably in my top three favorite rappers at that time. Like yes, that man can spit. Spit. Future can too. And then future can too. The sound, the sound of his voice too. I just love the sound of Gucci's voice. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, future what? Future, future been out here. Dump that D. People don't know that is future on the hook of Dump That D. And I would like and y'all Rax. to go back and listen to it. <laughs> yes, Rex. People be forgetting. That's future on Rex. Like Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. Stop playing with him. Stop oh playing God. with him. Yeah, he's. I remember the day I first realized that was him because I was in the car with my dad, and my dad was like, "Um, you know that's Meathead on on Rex," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> he was like, "Yes," and I was like, "Are you serious?" And he was like, "Yep." And then I came back to UGA, and then because I think we were, I was at home for like a weekend or something, and then Neilan was playing Future, mm. and he was playing Watch This. Hey. Like, uh, like yeah like the songs were that were on that mixtape or whatever and i was like wait this is the same oh my god so that's me like i was just like putting it all together and i was like oh my goodness like what like i know him <laughs> like for real like this is crazy because like we just knew him as meathead we didn't know yeah. him as like future because but he changed he turned over and he just didn't stop he just kept going like literally but it's like that's a lesson in itself like literally just keep going because the only people that give up are the ones who quit and those are the ones who don't make it the ones who make it keep are the ones who kept going yeah or even if you quote unquote quit why don't evaluate if you just need to take a break before you quit like, because sometimes mm. you just need to take a break and then you can yep. continue on your journey. Like, you know yep. what I mean? Reevaluate. Yeah. Shuffle some things around. Mm-hmm. Or surrender. Literally just surrender. Or surrender. In the universe, God, whoever you pray to, it will give you the answers. That, that may be for our, our letter, our later the wellness yeah we'll, we'll get into it i was gonna say um two things one if you were at uga during between 2009 and 2013 you know like i'm probably by his best soundtrack for to have there in college when futures turn, yeah. turn on the lights came on like oh my God. 
Yes. A moment. We had so much good music. Downtown Athens with all the football players, like at that bar. So, if for people listening, Athens, where good old UGA is, has a booming downtown. It's like like forty something bars or something crazy. Um, it's eighty. Eighty. Oh well, there you go. Um, so mm-hmm. obviously during college, you know, all the black kids would go downtown like everybody else, except if you know anything about, you know, Georgia and, you know, racism, they have little um, dress codes um, for some of the bars. So all the black kids would go to one bar and like, yeah, that was like bar. yeah it was just, <laughs> that bar would like just turn into the club. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was Brudo, really whiskey bent, whiskey bent, cloud else? before it yeah. was something else so many bars but yeah like that oh wait wasn't it like uh top dog or something i never went to it when it was so, top dog thursdays for thursday yeah people Jersey. you know i only went to downtown five times well i only went out five times my freshman freshman year i didn't go out like that I only went out five times like like the, for the entire yeah. year the entire my entire freshman year I only went out five times. I legitimately wow. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, because I fucked off my freshman year bad dog. <laughs> like, I was having a little too much fun. Nope. I mean yeah. in You got it together though. <laughs> my high my my like funds progress like I'm like I think my sophomore and junior years were the years I like turned up and then my senior year I was chill yeah but like freshman year I was chill the middle is where I like turned up yeah you had a good time you had a good time um the last thing I think I think is that shout out to UJ football y'all scared the living shit out of me on Saturday and I was about to be very upset if we lost to an unranked Arkansas (laughs) <laughs> for the first game of the season. But Wait, wanted- what is our rank? I'm so not, like, we in We started at fourth. Or okay. number four, and we won our game. So, so what a- are we now? I we don't know yet. No, no, yet. Okay. Um, this is a weird season. I don't even know. I feel like whoever wins the Natty this year is going to have, like, an asterisk by their name because it's, it's such a weird year. Football season and year in general. But, you know, uh, yeah, go dogs forever we support. <laughs> uh, for all the money that people pay in tuition and for how much it costs to go to UGA, I hope they're taking care of those athletes that are out there in the middle of a pandemic pandemic playing so that school oh. can money. So <laughs> it's still go dogs though. All right. Oh my goodness. Um, cool. Uh that was a fun topic. Thank you for that. Yay! It came to me today. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so we're gonna take a break. Or did you have a second topic? Or um, I do, but I mean, if you want to go do your topic, you can. No, we can just do yours. So, Malia, you have another topic for us today. Yes, magic. Okay. That's literally the topic. So wherever you feel led to start, go. Um, I immediately thought of David Blaine just because I've seen something earlier. (laughs) 
but um beyond david blaine and that kind of uh the magic for entertainment um yeah i think there's there's magic in in life and there's magic in spirituality and there's magical realms and i believe in all that um and i recognize that it's a journey and that's a very personal journey and how you interact with magic which is also another way of just saying energies and energy bodies um Mm -hmm. and and how you kind of figure out how to um like i said interact with it and navigate and use and and have in relationship with that's up to you and it it it, it's a journey for people and people kind of either get super deep into it and some people don't bother at all because i think it's witchcraft and that it's all demonic which i obviously don't believe but that's how people feel about it sometimes and um but beyond that like i just believe in the power of of the universe and magic what about you friend oh i'm all i'm inside the universe okay yeah of it that's how I feel right now I have been having crazy deja vu dreams that have been happening <laughs> like I'm like this is real okay yeah it's very real um and the universe god whatever you want to call it source it hears you it hears your thoughts it hears your body hears how you talk about yourself and you know and it responds so and then the energy responds back to that so it's literally like you can tell yourself oh I'm ugly nobody likes me you know and if you repeat that of course you can have feelings of insecurity and you know low self-esteem it's natural it happens but if you continue in the storyline of that and you feed that energy then you're going to start receiving it back like it's literally like that's just what what's going to continue like we can con- we we can feed mm. things that like our minds you know that just happen like thoughts like we can we can feed it and it can manifest into things for us and that, that literally applies to positive things and negative things and I think that also is a form of like magic, like literally thinking something and then it happening, you know, positive or negative. Um, And then, you know, like, I just feel like, you know, everybody has some sort of like innate special thing about them, you know, that is their magic, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. it It can be in the form of some of the, you know, you know, spiritual stuff, but it can also be other things, you know, yeah, like yeah. whatever we're good at, you know, like what are the like, what are your gifts that the universe has bestowed on? Like, what are you naturally good at? You know? Yeah. What are you natural and, and also like being naturally good at it, but also like it fills you up with joy. Yes. Like, yes. At the same time, you know, like what is that for you? That leads, is like a form of magic. This leads so beautifully into one of my topics was for today um so um because I wanted wow the universe is great the alignment we're in sync on this one for sure um because I wanted to um talk about things that we subscribe to um mm-hmm. I'm trying to get um 
a little bit better with my budget and tighter about money. And I was looking through my bank statements and I was like, I subscribe to a lot of stuff. And you don't realize that you subscribe to so many things because at this point, everything is a subscription base. And Mm -hmm. so I started like filling out a spreadsheet of all like the the um the various tv subscriptions i have like youtube tv and peacock tv for soccer and like um whatever else and then like whatever subscri- else other subscriptions that i have um for these like delivery services or um other various things and i was like thinking about the fact that like if you don't pay attention you'll see you're subscribed to a lot of things that either don't align anymore or like you're just not you forgot was there and that's a tool mm. um, and I, I want to tie that back into what you're talking about because for me magic is one of the things that I subscribe to wholeheartedly that's like, that's a great phrase I subscribe to magic yeah like <laughs> I, I like I subscribe to it and um, I wanted to talk about the things in life that we subscribe to that, you know, maybe we forgot that we subscribe to, or maybe we didn't, we don't language it as a subscription. So we don't, we don't think of it as a tool in that kind of way. Um, but yeah, like even, and, and magic's so broad because it, it's so many things within it. So I, I think I know. Let, let's get into like a deeper dive of that um, because there are specific things within that, that I think different modalities that work for people, you know, to connect and whatnot. So um, what do you, what within the magical world realm has resonated with you kind of lately in this season at, you know, as we're in fall and like we're in a new season, like what are some things that, are yeah, within magic that resonate? Mm. I mean, definitely connecting with my ancestors and benevolent ancestors and yeah um, yeah be specific can you explain why people have to be specific about that because (laughs) you have other you have other ancestors who may not have your highest good or Mm -hmm. intentions in mind or literally just don't care about you at all so you have to pray to the ones who have your highest intentions and and good in mind and be very specific with your prayers so I learned that through experience and through somebody that I talked to, um, to consult with, you know, this life. And, um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a key to be specific in your prayers and who you pray to. Um, and for me, it's just like, I, I, writing is like a way that I pray, like, and also like, you know, mentally or telepathically, but definitely, I feel like it's, for me, power in writing out things like affirmations, prayers. And I, I really feel like when I do that, like, I'm heard. Like, even today at the ocean, this happened, this has now happened twice in my life. Like, I brought an offering to the ocean to thank it because it cleanses yeah. me heals me and I'm like I have a connection with this ocean I have I literally would always say I have a relationship with this ocean yeah now I mean I I've done more research so I know why I do that's another topic for another day but I 
like will give an offering and then I'll just be sitting at the edge or be about to go and a piece of it comes back like every time like so this is the second time like the first time gave it away watched it go away I sat at the edge and then I was just thinking something like I literally thought in my head like everything's gonna be okay Malia like I thought that and I felt something touch my hand and it was a flower from the offering so that was in December today gave a big offering like all these beautiful flowers and then right as I'm leaving like Jillian like I had I looked didn't see nothing turn look back and this a bunch of flowers from the bunch like just disappeared like at the edge like like out of nowhere like I'm like what right yeah right as I'm leaving like like, yeah (laughs) that's such a great like it's real Well, it's, it's like it's a good reassurance. It has to feel good to feel that reassurance. No, like, it was great. That, like that confirmation, you know what I'm saying? Like that's got to feel really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's like that you're supported, and that mm-hmm. you're, it, it, to me, it was like I'm supported, and my prayers have been heard. Like the universe hears me, acknowledges me, validates me. Like, like I have been heard. And I'm like, it's like one of the most like uncertain times for like so many people, right. but also like me too, as I'm like, you know, taking a huge leap of faith in a lot of ways. And it's like, I, I like know that I'm okay. Like, the, like things like that show you that you're like, okay, like synchronicities, but like even like the real life ones like that, like just remind you. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. That's very true. I I don't want to say I subscribe to it because language is powerful. Um, one of the things, though, um, to your, the point of having to be very specific in prayer and knowing that, like anything else in life and with dealing with people, there are people that may not necessarily care for you or have your highest good in mind. Um, I'll say the same thing uh about magic as well there are because earlier i said some people just think it's all demonic and it's not to say that people don't have there aren't darker energies and darker spirits like that but it's like knowing that that there's a there's a clear separation like i don't want to call it quote unquote good magic or whatever but like there's that like that's that darker stuff is not all there is to it and like really when you're engaging and what Malia's talking about with like offerings and and energy work and and connecting with your guides or your highest good and stuff like that like it's for that divine protection and Mm -hmm. um that divine guidance to um steer you and keep you from that stuff so I wanted to to kind of or have you work because we all have like start I'll have the shadow and the light you know, and working through your shadow is what gets you even more light into your life. So it's like acknowledging both sides. And like, I definitely have been doing that nonstop since like November of last year, you know, so I'm just like, what? Like, this is 
like this does this slow down like like, like that's like what I'm asking the universe I'm like okay like when I make the decision to like want better for myself like do I get a chill pill <laughs> like yeah. or does it is is it just constant anyway, like, it's growth 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 because like, that's because that's life right <laughs> Yeah. And it's all like a series sometimes of like situations that are testing to see um if you're ready to move on to that next thing, that next yeah. next thing and, and have you mastered the lesson. Um right. one of the things that I subscribe to to that point, um, is and I believe this is magic, but it is practical psychology, is inner child work. Um <laughs> I think I think inner child work is um, oh, it's gotta be someone had to have some food or something. Oh, it's what fun. is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were quiet this whole time. They want to get in on the fun. Hey, I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Dr. Doolittle. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Malia the Animal Whisperer. Um, hey, that yeah, could definitely be one of your gifts, though, for real in real life. I've been like, to a lot of animals out here, <laughs> so yes, yeah. So, um, I, I subscribe to inner child work and getting in touch with your inner child because, yes, to that point of like learning the lessons, like a lot of that stuff reads back to things from your childhood um mm-hmm. for better or worse and like they say the first seven years of your childhood are like um is really like the most integral in your development in terms of emotional um and, and cognitive in, in a lot of ways and so the emotional body whatever happens during that time is very sensitive and it, it starts it kind of becomes like the blueprint of, of how the rest of kind of um things could go for you so if in order sometimes if you're dealing with a situation of childhood trauma, um, whether that's abuse in whatever form or whatever, like that, um, that, that trauma carries into the patterns of your life of how you connect with people and how you move and stuff like that. So. Mm. Needed to hear that. Today. Yeah, man. Like that, the big reason why I subscribe I, to therapy I, I, I big reason why I subscribe to therapy and, and still go and like we'll talk about this more in the wellness segment is that like I had a lot of childhood trauma stuff I had to work through um and I knew it was affecting me I couldn't articulate how or why um but it did and therapy was really helpful in finding the language to unpack a lot of that stuff and mm once you're able to unpack it um, and kind of go through the motions of feeling whatever it is that means to feel um, about whatever situation, it's easier to, um, one, let that specific situation, whatever that triggering thing may be, um, have more peace with it. And then the second thing is I'm able to recognize when I am triggered, oh, this leads back to this thing. Like it's because of this and it's within this construct of like either I feel like um, I'm not safe or I feel mm-hmm. like, um, I'm, uh, I, uh, I'm not doing enough or I don't belong. 
um, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, all that stuff kind of leads back down. So that's a, as a practical magic tool. I do subscribe to like modern psychology and doing like inner yeah. child work and stuff like that. Like Malia going to the ocean and playing in the water, like that's like all part of inner child work too. Like, mm. you know, just like letting yourself have fun and like be a kid again and mm-hmm. explore and like, you know. No, I painted the other day. Very I nice. And I didn't, you know, I just let myself just go. I didn't plan it out. I was just like, I'm just going to see what I'm going to do. Yeah. I just did. And I I liked how it came out a lot. And I've been rereading, since we're on the topic of magic, this is what made me think about it. I'm rereading Harry Potter from the beginning. And it's been very fulfilling because I'm like, oh, dang, I, I forgot there's like certain things you know that you don't see in the movies that are in the books that you forgot about you know so like rereading those or like picking up on things that you didn't realize before like has been like pretty good I mean I know JK Rowling has you know been questionable as of late but I still love Harry Potter yeah that's how sometimes I feel about like Bill Cosby and um a different world yeah you know like there's the creator who obviously is, you know, not a great person to say the least. <laughs> but then the the work and part of the stuff he helped create that came from it. It's like, it, can it, I still enjoy this? Right? Can I still or, or appreciate the good that it did? Yeah. And it's like it was a part of my childhood, so it's like it's always going to be a part of, yeah. of my life. Like I'm not going to just take away Harry Potter. Yeah, I it's fuck J.K. Rowling, but you know Harry Potter. You know what I'm saying? Like, look. The fans already know, like, what's up with JK. Yeah. Like, but yeah, man, that's a good topic. Yay. Magic. Um, for people that are um, interested in exploring this whole concept of magic or quote-unquote uh, practical magic um, or any of the things that we're talking about, I would recommend that they, the, as like um, a starter kind of thing, to check out Miriam Hosna. Um, I would yes, check out her Instagram and her New Earth Mystery School. Um, mm-hmm. That's M A R Y A M H A S N A A. And then I would also check out the Friend Zone podcast. Um, on the last speakers network with Hey Fran Hey and Dustin Asante, who they talk, Fran incorporates a lot of practical magic into wellness and life. And yeah, is there anywhere else you would recommend for people to start if they're looking for like, they're kind of curious and like kind of want to learn more? <laughs> it's funny because I feel like I had like all these signs around me. And then one day I was just like, I'm about to just try some shit. <laughs> and it like worked and I was like oh shit and then it kind of like started this whole like spiritual like journey yeah <laughs> and then I was like oh whoa this is a lot more than I thought <laughs> so yes I definitely recommend like I mean everybody has their way of like diving into it I think but if you're curious 
for sure. Like Fran, Miriam. Um, I follow like a lot of like motivational pages on Instagram. Um, and Ooh. Idillionaire is one of them that I really like. She has a book called Manifest Now that I really love. And it has a lot of just like positive like affirmations for life and just like you know like stuff about manifesting that are are, like easy to just do and just help you to like raise your vibration um and then also i'm still reading this book huh layla delia with vibrate higher daily oh yes i bought her book too but i haven't finished it Oh, but there's this other book. Huh? Let me know how it is when you're done. I will. Um, I have this book called Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I believe that's how you say it. That one is like, you got to be like, it's levels. So it's like maybe level 10. But I'm I'm working my way through it. But it's yeah. like it definitely has like um, information. Of I mean, it has so much information in it. But it's like that's why you kind of gotta take it in doses, or if you're ready for it, you can read straight through. But it like talks about like meditation and how it affects your body and your brain, and like it has like actual like brain scans in it, and like the science behind like all of this and like how energy works and like the energy centers in your body and how you can cleanse them like it has this like so much in it it's really good it's thick it has a lot 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 of information in it but it definitely talks about how like you can at least in the early chapters that i've read like visualizing when you're meditating and like you could like visualize yourself exercising and your brain doesn't know the difference if you're doing it or not. Like that's how powerful your mind is. So if you do this, if you visualize yourself exercising this like certain, certain exercise over a course of some time, you're actually going to see results. (laughs) Like your brain is going to take it like as it's actually like happening. So like, I know some people like might think that's not like that's like what you know that's kind of crazy to hear but it's like your brain like they have like actual data that supports like Mm -hmm. the people who actually did the physical exercise and the people who actually visualized it have the same brain activity or more you know sometimes based off of like how often they do it or how powerful it was for them or you know how vivid and stuff so it's just like the mind like people don't know is just very powerful like in a lot of ways I think I I think I also want to tell people who may be interested kind of in learning more about like spiritual realm and like energy bodies and kind of this kind of um self-work and and just general kind of energy work is that um it is a lot of information to take in um I I think when I first started getting into it, it it almost felt like one of those, you know, you take a course at school and you learn something cool and like, you know, you're telling everybody like, this is like the cool stuff. And then like, you learn more and you can take a test, you apply it and you go on. A lot of this 
energy work is like you have to embody these things and it's like it, it takes time and attuning and practice and yes and learning and to the point of earlier of like sometimes you, you learn to learn a lesson you go through multiple things the same kinds of situations and it's the same kind of lesson you're supposed to learn and like yeah I just want to tell people like take your time with it like and, and really like it's it's dope to learn about a, a lot of different things but and you'll probably find out for yourself but it's the embodiment of the stuff that you learn and the incorporation of the stuff that you learn in, in the practical realm, which is what yeah. is when you'll start seeing and feeling and, and receiving and, and kind of, yeah, feeling, seeing the changes and stuff. Cause um, yeah, it's not one of those things where you read a bunch of stuff and it's just going to click like anything else. Like, mm-hmm. it, and then it, it mostly really takes off when you're ready but I feel like I've had, you know, like inklings of things that pop up like over time. And then, but I, you know, like I may have fell off or I didn't fully dive in. But then mm-hmm. when your time, when it's ready for you to fully dive in, you're going to know and you're, you're not going to be able to turn back. <laughs> yeah, man. Or in, and like sometimes it comes in ways when you learn something new, you have a new thing that, mm-hmm. that's kind of shifted your perspective or like, yeah, like. The fun thing about it is there's there's the universe is ever so abundant. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like there's so much out there. You're never going to know it all. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm sure the Dalai Lama is still probably learning some things that are blowing his mind. <laughs> like, you right. Know? <laughs> right. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Cool. So um, we're going to take a break and then we're going to be right back and we'll hop into the last topic. We're back. Cool. Um, So for the second topic I wanted to do, Malia doesn't know, um, (laughs) is I wanted to talk about glitches in the matrix. (laughs) Okay. And what do we think are generally called in culture or just in life are just glitches in the matrix? Ooh. That's, you know, that's off the universe. Because I've been seeing posts about the matrix a few days ago, like the movie, but also like the matrix that we're like in. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I saw like a tweet that said the Matrix is a documentary. Basically. And right? I was like, hey, I need to go rewatch the Matrix. So that's on my list of stuff to rewatch. But a glitch in the Matrix? Would you say coronavirus is a glitch in the Matrix? The biggest. It's <laughs> gotta be a glitch. It's like I mean, but it's is it a really a glitch no. or is it just kind of something that is I don't Need, think it needed a, to happen I think America's handling of it was a glitch mm. I, I think that relates to me thinking that 45 is a glitch and his whole presidency is a glitch bro yes him being president is a glitch. it's a glitch, it's a glitch. <laughs> like what are you serious? Like, we really have a reality show person right. as our president. 
and maybe and this is all supposed to quote unquote divinely happen but like this shit feels like a glitch yeah like ever since he was elected honestly um yeah because i still remember that day i was heading the weekend to jazz the day that he got elected. damn i oh i'm so whoo i was just like what you know i just really couldn't believe it i'm not gonna lie Um, to you i don't think i could be in mixed company right after that i would yeah there ain't (laughs) oh boy not not on maybe the day after that but the very next day i don't know because the very next day it was the very next day the very next day was rough yeah i just had to like act like it was just like all right you know especially because you know some people may have probably voted felt <laughs> differently you know and, and then and differently and yeah. you have to you know people work with folks like that all the time too though or they have customers that are like that all the time too no matter what your job yeah. is so my heart mm-hmm. goes out to anyone that had to go to work the next day and, and oh right like go out so and then be amongst the people and my heart That's goes out to people who have worked so tirelessly during this pandemic yeah yeah because bro like from the frontline people to the people who work in industries that are just you know non-stop like 24 7 industries you know like it's not it has not been easy no like anybody that had had to just like adjust and keep going or constantly adjust and keep going in industries that also like always are adjusting you know what I mean yeah definitely trying to think of something else that like felt like a glitch glitches like even in my personal life like I'm not I'm trying to figure it out because i'm like was it really a glitch you know like i'm like supposed to happen but i mean and isn't everything supposed to happen everything's supposed to happen quote unquote (laughs) but i really do feel like to the back to like 45 that was a glitch (laughs) that was that feels like a crazy glitch in the matrix um but also like a crazy glitch um man freaking like how they said that um there's like life on what venus or or there was there was like signs of like extraterrestrial life beyond in you know in other universes and nobody paid attention to it (laughs) like literally because like that was like announced during like Corona, early like early, and like literally, it it didn't get any like press. (laughs) And I saw some tweets where like, bro, they have confirmed other parallel universes and extraterrestrial life, and nobody said anything. But we know that it's gonna be a real mind. We we know that, 
does everybody else it's gonna be a real mindfuck when niggas realize that we are actually the aliens that we've been talking about and, and wondering about wait what'd you say it broke up it's that it's gonna be a real mindfuck when people look up and realize that we are the aliens that we've been wondering about that are in the universe like Ooh. there there are parallel universes with like wait. aliens out there and that's us is that is mom i'm still recording <laughs> I'm off <with> TV. <laughs> um that's gonna be the real um that's the real yeah that's a glitch right there we're like oh shit i'm the alien <laughs> like, i'm the alien actually <laughs> yeah we're all aliens bro this is but have you wait speaking of parallel universes have you like timeline jumped so yes i feel like i have it's it's strange right because sometimes i feel like i have but sometimes i'm not sure because mm-hmm. it's like sometimes i'm like i've done that like you have that moments the moments of deja vu but i yes. know it's not deja vu and i know i haven't done this yet but i know i've like i've done this before i felt the sensation of doing this before like mm-hmm. that a lot of times it's that. And I don't know if that qualifies as timeline jumping. Because, like, I do, like, for dreaming and whatnot, I've, I've done that before. Like, imagine mm-hmm. myself in the future and then had, like, that specific deja vu. But then, it, like, I, like, the very specific scenario. But then in terms of, like, real life of, like, having deja vu and, like, not ha- with no kind of dream beforehand and just having it but knowing, like, I've been here before and I felt this before – and be, but like remembering doing it's a weird thing okay sorry go ahead you yeah <laughs> no i mean it's just i feel like there's many ways i guess to kind of feel it or recognize it if, if it like actually happened but i think the deja vu part is what like is like one of the ones because literally today i had deja vu i was like I just did this. Like, I know <laughs> this happened. Or, like, even on social media, like, yesterday, I saw the same two posts back-to-back yesterday that I saw today. And I was like, bro, I, like, I literally saw these exact tweets back-to-back back. yesterday. Yeah. And I just saw them again back-to-back today. What, like, what are the odds of seeing the same exact tweets? back to back yeah it's like and if it's not like promoting like is there like the very specific things too it's not like some yeah, random it's, very it's like very specific things. things that's yeah i think i have yeah because uh, i have like my private twitter and i have my public twitter so like i saw them on my private twitter one day the yesterday and then today i saw the same exact tweets back to back on my pro- public twitter timeline I had the same kind of like um feeling kind of sometimes like on social like when you'll be like I posted this already or like I must have mm. said this already and it's like you didn't <laughs> or did you or did I <laughs> did I did I and I'm just like now doing it in another in another reality Another time I haven't on. I haven't made it so I, I'm doing of uh, the energy is currency course and Miriam has not it's uh, I believe it's it's either uh, I think it's an eight week course um, mm-hmm. six or eight weeks and I haven't finished it yet um, 
there's a lot of different uh modules for it and like i was saying saying earlier some like for one it's my bad because i've fallen off of it but for two it's also like you have to embody the lessons and mm-hmm. and um yeah like you, you kind of like I, I was gonna do one a week and then i was like but something if i don't feel like i've gotten something something hasn't resonated like then maybe this is one of those yeah all. like but I'm wondering now that I'm actually talking about it out loud. I'm wondering if it's one of those things where it's like you kind of just go through all of them and then just go back to the ones that super stuck, just to kind of see what mm. everything is, and then then go back. I it's whatever know. you feel. That's a, again feel that's like, the thing. <laughs> yeah, but don't. I think I for me, I would say don't force yourself to try to rush through it. You know, through the course, through the whole thing. I say all that to say timeline jumping is one of the last classes so oh wow I'm really excited to learn about that for sure yeah learn more and I've like, just started how learning about it but I realized I've been doing it but after after the fact like I was like oh shit <laughs> I've done this many times so when you get to like intentional timeline hopping like that's the part where I'm like oh boy I don't know if I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. You'll know when you are. Or like astral, do you have your astral projected? Or do you, do you? Um, wait, so what's the definition of that? Maybe. So it's like that out of body experience when you're sleeping and. Yes. Well, so what's the difference between that and a lucid dream? So astral projection, like a lucid dream was when it feels out of body but everything feels real like like you're okay. in an actual like reality like i'm astral- in the dream and i'm like awake right right okay actual projection is that out of body experience like you could see yourself sleeping oh and okay so i've traveled both of those yeah 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 i've had both of those experiences i've seen myself sleeping for sure and I, I had, I remember the, when you said lucid dreaming, I had a dream that I was like in high school and I was like, I think I was giving a speech, but everybody was, was like toddlers, but they were my high school friends, but they were like their toddler age. Wow. And I felt, I, I remember when I, I took myself out of the dream. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Put the channel. I just was like all right I'm done with this dream but I like I remember like it felt so real like I was like yeah this is crap and then I literally just woke up with it I was like oh shit like what (laughs) like I felt myself make a decision or like I I'm starting to like remember how I felt in dreams you know yeah yeah that before I used to just remember the dream. Now I'm remembering how I felt. Yeah. Too, which is like another layer, you know, I think. I've heard of people that have actual, two different people have actual projected while they're sleeping and met each other in actual projection. What? That's wild. Yeah. Like Miriam yeah. told us about that. Like that, that's a really? thing. Really? Or you can. Or you can, or someone, or someone's trying to visit, someone's actual, actual projecting, and they, they're coming to visit you. Yes, I was about to say, like, visiting people in their dreams. Like, my friend sent me a video on that, 
and I tried it on like my sisters and it didn't work but Hadassah was able to do it to me <laughs> like wow. she was able yeah she was able to do it because actually I was, we were able to do it to each other because but I didn't realize that I was doing it like the when I was trying to intentionally do it with my sisters it didn't work but when I just like it was just like oh if it happens cool like it just happened <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah well let's um i'll open this up to anyone listening if there are any glitches in the matrix that you can think of cultural general or otherwise you know send it on over you know i'll probably read it on the show next episode um yes. but yeah i was just like curious about glitches what are some glitches in the matrix Dang, I wish I was I'm more prepared for that one because I'm like then I would have really like went back and were like okay this 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 and this. Nah, that's but, like that's that's a that's the fun of this though. It's like it's um yeah I know just like what's at the top of the head, right? Yeah, yeah. no man, freaking Kobe passing away. That, that feels like a glitch in the Matrix. That definitely a glitch. No, like yeah. no. No, it still don't feel real. It it definitely doesn't. Um, yeah, him and and his daughter, his daughter, like I I, yes, I feel like I can't like what. And all the, there's like whole generations of families were affected by that because it was like mm-hmm. twelve, I believe, twelve other people on there as well, and it's just like. Mm. I think one family lost a mom, a dad, and a child, and it's like uh, only the siblings, other siblings left. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was gnarly. That definitely felt like a glitch in the matrix. Um it's like when I was like, I remember the when I found out or what I was doing, you know, like when it when you when like that's one of those like moments in life where like you're never gonna forget what you were doing. Yeah. When you found out. Yeah. It's very gnarly. And I was in LA. I was in LA when I found out. So you could really, literally, you could literally feel it. Feel yeah. It. yeah. I was like, in LA when Nipsey everyone. passed, and like you could just, I oh. felt something shift. Like I felt something shift. And really? they were, one of the um, string players we were with was like, yo, like Nipsey got shot. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. And like in LA, like he died. And it's like, what? Damn. Like, you, I'm sure you felt the same with Kobe, though. Like, the entire energy of the city just felt, mm-hmm. you just felt it. You could feel it. You could yeah. just feel it. Yeah. Yeah. You Definitely. It. Cool. it changed your entire rest of your day. Like, what you were about to do, like, I was about to go to, uh, where was I about to go? I was about to go to lunch with some of my colleagues at Sugarfish. But, like, I found out in the midst of getting ready to go so it like paused everything you know like I literally had to just stop and just be like what you know do I bless them both all of them everybody everybody that was yeah this whole year it's been so much loss like literally that's everybody who has transitioned this year because blessings for real um 
But yeah. Uh, let's uh, head on to the last segment. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And we're back um, for the last segment, which is the Better in Tune Wellness segment. Um, so, Malia, what is something that you've done in the past week or few days that's helped you feel better in tune? Mm. I do a lot every day um, because I really, <laughs> I really feel, I have so many feelings, but um I do a lot, but something that really helped, it, well, there's several things, but I did a yoga, a surrender yoga session that I found mm, on YouTube. Yeah. Which is surrender, regular, whoever. I just don't, whatever video feels like that's the one I should do, I choose that one. And so I did that and I was facing the ocean. I was in, you know, the sun was out, it just, you know. Oh, so did you do some sun yeah, salutations like, and stuff like that? And yeah, I did. I did do some sun salutations. I think in that and some. It was a lot of like lunges and also like cobras and downward dogs and um, child's poses and well, child's pose and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, no, I did. It was it was really good and it went by really quick too, but it I definitely felt a shift after and like right after I was done, literally right after I was done with it, I just cried. Mm. And like that's how you kinda know when you really like release, like when you do some form of energy work and then mm-hmm. immediately after you like cry or you journal or you like you just or you feel better, like sometimes it's not crying, sometimes you just feel better you know or happier or whatever but like I it was just a huge release but I didn't like I wasn't like you know like ah! I was just you know like little tears mm, yeah so. I mean and if it was then that's great too yeah like, all of it is is yeah. cleanse all of it is is necessary yeah so that was good and then I did also did a EFT session that same day I just did one yesterday I thought of you Oh, really? Yeah, I love EFT, man. What? That's so emotional good. freedom tapping. Um, mm-hmm. For anyone that's not familiar, it's a great way to release energy kind of through a ritual of saying um, even those statements and, and, and talking kind of talking whatever is causing you anxiety or whatever the thing is that you're trying to release, um, tapping mm-hmm. it out. And then there's a there's a sequence of um, different move, tapping movements that you do around like your chest, your face. Um, mm-hmm. Is that it? Just like your your chest and like your under your arm. Oh yeah, under your arm. Um, top of your head. The top of your head too. So if you just Google EFT, that'll you know, that'll explain what yeah. we're talking. Or go on YouTube. Literally, EFT and then whatever you're facing and then yeah. you'll find a video so like you can do EFT abandonment EFT stress EFT mm-hmm. for surrendering like literally there's an EFT session for every single thing and then eventually once you do it enough you'll be able to just do it yourself mm-hmm. and also I think that's really uh that can cause a great shift or you know really help you to release when you're just literally saying 
it mm-hmm. just whatever like when you're just flowing and like just letting it out yourself mm-hmm. yeah. without being guided like that's definitely I've had some really good releases that way too same just like it doesn't have to be when whatever the structure the um the structure is that you for the video you click on Amelia's is talking about mm-hmm. li- really just like she said just whatever comes to top of mind just talk it out and tap it out and mm-hmm. you'll be you feel like that that feeling afterward it's like a buzz feeling like that that buzz yeah. high sensation almost in a way that's like mm-hmm. yeah and it's important to drink water after well, yeah. with like with anything it's important to drink a lot of water but especially after you're like shifting energies in your body it's important definitely definitely um and i'm preaching to myself too because yeah same i'm like uh, <laughs> i need to drink more water um yeah cool um so the one thing that i did in the past few days to kind of keep better in tune um is i had a coloring date an impromptu coloring date with zoe with my niece zoe oh. Um, Zoe's four, and uh, we FaceTime like at least every couple of days, if not talk every day. And um, yeah, we were just talking, and, and I just gotten some adult coloring books from the dollar store, and I was like, "You want to color?" And she was like, "Yeah." And so she got her little paper and her crayons, and I had my adult coloring book and my uh, color pencils, and she would call out the color to color with on FaceTime and we would color and it was like a a, a cool way to like spend time with my niece but then it was also yeah. like coloring is such a good stress reliever and like yes you know like it's, it's and painting and then to the point of our conversation earlier and, and being and doing inner child work um and getting in touch with your inner child it's good to let like your inner self like have that creative freedom and have that kind of space just to like mindlessly have fun and do something um Mm -hmm. and have that wonder and have that curiosity and and it's it's good for your soul and your spirit um and so as I spent the last few years kind of doing a lot of inner child work and unpacking a lot of trauma and stuff to kind of because I wanted to be able to be able to move on in my life and and be functional be quite frankly be functional in life and um, right you know be able to grow and and have good relationships and whatever um as i've been doing that work and unpacking my sister had a couple children (laughs) during that time at the same time my niece is zoe and and rowan and um they spending time with them has helped me kind of get back into my inner child and and preparing that Mm -hmm. as well um yeah just because they see the world with such like a sense of wonder and such a sense of curiosity Mm -hmm. and fascination and everything's so new and it's like Mm -hmm. yeah it's been good to kind of experience life like that when I'm spending time with them and and it's been good to kind of do that stuff so that's the one thing I've done past few days um that's awesome yeah and uh, lastly what do you recommend folks do for this upcoming week this upcoming week I mean well there's a full moon coming up so I would say focus on releasing anything that you feel like is holding you back so that you can you know just like be more open to receiving um and I think 
that there's lots of ways that you can do that. One of my ways is journaling. I love journaling. I love just like writing out. Like I've realized like every thought that I have doesn't need to be said out loud. Mm, but yeah. I can release every thought that I have so it's not or at least as many as, as many thoughts that I can I can release some of these thoughts in the form of writing so that they're not you know causing me to be in that cycle of like overthinking and right. just you know worrying and doubt and fear and all that so it's like when I feel like I'm being pulled into that direction literally just write it out you know, if it's like yeah. a form of a letter or if it's just like, you know, literally just like, I'll just like put out a page and say thoughts and I just write, 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 write. Yeah. And it's relief. Like, so I literally do this every day. I've been journaling consistently every day since end of last year, November last year. So like hundreds and hundreds of days of journaling that's beautiful and i'm very proud of myself that's gotta feel like being, such a good meditation to do too now like the, yes the no, i do it. it yeah yeah every morning mm-hmm. sometimes before bed it just depends but literally every single morning writing out gratitude statements and any thoughts any dreams and then just throughout the day anything that i feel like i need to write down to remember or to release i do that and it really helps me so I encourage people to to write more to journal more because also during this time like we I mean like not during this time meaning COVID but during this time meaning like just how technology Mm -hmm. has influenced our lives like before I started journaling more I realized like I my handwriting started getting so bad because mm. I wasn't writing as much yeah. like at all because we're texting we're typing you know we're not writing as much as we used to my handwriting you know? is hopeless um it's gonna be pretty much chicken chicken scratch for life uh. <laughs> <laughs> but my writing has improved with writing every day you know like how we used to write every day yeah like in high school and college and stuff so I'm like I felt like I had like a moment where I was like, oh, I'm getting more clear, like in my mind and my writing is improving at the same time. Like I'm like, you know, I'm getting real clarity here. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. I was like proud of that moment where I was like, wow, I'm my double entendre, let's go. Is, yeah. yeah. Like, like my handwriting is back better, but also my mind is a lot clearer. I was like, that's fine. You know? I think that's important. Like, I like what you said that not every thought you have should be said out loud. As someone, I got in a lot of trouble when I was younger for saying everything that came to my mind. <laughs> but I probably should have tucked a lot of some of that stuff in. Um, it you know, happens. If I having a smart mouth constantly. Um, yeah, like, you just learn to, like, not that you should keep everything inside. We're saying process it, like, write it out journaling it doesn't mm-hmm. and I saw for some people social media is that thing for them um whether that's mm-hmm. Instagram or Twitter I think that's cool. nah bro every I, tweet don't need to be tweeted that's what I was about to say every tweet don't need <laughs> yeah. to be tweeted and sometimes like you really just honest to God need a good friend or a therapist 
and like in a journal in a journal in a journal um, talk to yourself literally talk to yourself through your writing and then and also sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say and life will probably might it might start getting easier you know i mean you're still gonna have your moments but at least you don't at least you're validating your own thoughts like if you can't do it to the person that you feel like you need to do it to or the person or or just like you know if you feel like you gotta say something and you don't feel like anyone's gonna care like that's something that I've like been able to do for myself is like writing out my thoughts and like allowing myself to care about them and validate them you know myself like yeah every thought doesn't isn't going to be validated by someone else or doesn't even need to be said to someone else sometimes but you know like words and you know writing like that's energy too so like you can literally write out some stuff and then the universe just (laughs) will like deliver like yeah in a way where it's like okay you released it and then somehow, some way, you feel like they may have gotten the message, you know, like <laughs> that can happen. No, I, 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 I definitely. Sometimes after I journal, like I'm a fire sign. Fire is one of my elements um, that I connect with a lot in addition to water. Um, so I burn. <laughs> I take out the papers on my journal. I burn them and give thanks for the release and like kind of like allow myself to go through the whole process of like I like seeing stuff um actually transmute and change in real life as mm. a kind of symbolism of, of cool. that energy of transmuting and, and yeah. um so I like seeing the physical manifestation of that um when I burn stuff like my burn stuff when I'm burning the pages when I when I write something <laughs> down in a ritual and I burn the paper um yeah yeah man um my therapist always also says that like you have over 50,000 thoughts a day and even more like a lot of times you 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 can look at it like clouds in your mind and each cloud is a thought and you don't have to engage with each thought you can let mm-hmm. the thought pass in yep. like a cloud or if you want to save it you can make a note of it and revisit that thought later but you don't mm-hmm. have to engage with everything at all times like you know that, that's nope. just, not of how how um folks can can function in life because it's so much going on um right at one time so nice okay cool um my one recommendation i think for this week um is i had not been to therapy for most of this month i did the first week and then because of scheduling like i've either had to miss it or reschedule and it just kind of worked out that I'm finally going back um this coming week um I will I'll say a couple things about that one one of the things that my therapist kind of likes to remind me is like the goal is not to be in therapy forever (laughs) like you're you're trying to um why it's great to have that third party and and it's, it's a great thing and it's a great tool and it's a great resource you're ultimately trying to build your own tool set of goal of, of things to help you kind of process and move through life with more ease. Um, mm. One of the things yes. and I talk about a lot lately, we've been talking a lot about just how things don't have to be hard. Um, nope. There, you can have more ease in your life. So um, 
yeah, just you know, with that said, um, you can like, speak it. Yeah, you can speak it. You speak ease into your life. So with that said, yeah, like I'm going uh, back to therapy this week. Um, I I think this month hasn't been amazing in terms of like tackling everything and conquering things on my own but I think I've done pretty well I think I've done I think I've incorporated a lot of what I learned in these past couple Mm -hmm. years with this new therapist and like I was able to work through some some pretty tough stuff um and I always knew I could text her if I ever really like needed to text her to talk through something Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying or also like I have you guys as well to talk to but yeah I I wanted to kind of push myself be able to handle some stuff on my own and um Mm -hmm. like I said it wasn't like 100% great but it it's it's building and it's learning and it's kind of you know strengthening um myself and, and mentally emotionally all that stuff so um yeah so my, my recommendation for folks is if there's something that you did that was helpful for you and you've fallen off of it or just hasn't happened lately for whatever reason um we're in a whole new season with fall. So, you know, maybe try it out again and see how, see if you can, you know, stick it out a little longer or get back into the habit of it. One of the things um, for me that's coming up for me, even from this conversation is meditation. Like I really need to get back into my morning meditation practice um, in a real way. And I'd like to, I'd not, I'd like to, I'm thankful and grateful that I'm, I get the time to use October to do, um, a meditation challenge for myself and, and see if I can stick to it for 30 days straight, 31 days straight um, in the morning. Yeah. Um, I think Love that's, it. that's reasonable. It's doable. Um, that's what it actually, is. what uh, the, our, the spiritual guide uh, Malia recommended for me uh, <laughs> to, to get to um, go check out. It was great. Um, that's what one of the things she recommended was um, getting right in this chapter, making sure I have a solid meditation practice. And so, yeah, there I'm going to try to hop back well, up. Um, yep, get up on it, girl, and hold yourself to it. And like when I started meditating every day, I literally to make myself do it, I I charged my phone away from my bed. Yeah. So that I could do it as soon as I woke up. And like I would make a choice. Like I'm like, all right, I can lay in bed or I can I can I can lay in bed and meditate or I can yeah. get up and go look at my phone. Then I'm like, well, I don't feel like getting up and going to look at my phone. So I'm going to lay here and meditate. And then once you do that, uh, you know, at least for like 20 days, then you build up the habit to to make the choice to meditate. Yeah, I used to be really, really good about it. Because um, sometimes it's like you get a good rhythm of something, you stick it out for a while and sometimes you just fall off. I remember a while I was doing it with crystals, like, you know, or sleeping with crystals under my pillow and like meditating and stuff like that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, lately, what I've done for my meditation, so I deleted for the most part, what I'll do before bed every night is I'll delete Instagram or Twitter off my phone and I don't re-download it until like later on in the day because I was in a very bad habit of checking it first thing in the morning when I wake up and it was just fucking with my energy. I didn't like it. So... Mm-hmm. Now, um, the new kind of meditation I've gotten, the practice I've gotten into is I like Insight Timer a lot. I like um, their playlists. I have um, a playlist of people of color that are like instructors and teachers that have all these meditations. So, oh, nice. 
what I'll do in the morning to your point is like, I'll wake up and I'll turn on one of the inside timer meditations and I'll sit there and do that. And then again, my day, I just mm-hmm. haven't, I just haven't been on it lately. So kind of get back into that. You Def- will. Definitely. Cause it's nice. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good way to ease into your morning, dude. Like honestly, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. You need a whole morning routine, like at least an hour to yourself where you can like, just ease into the day to be honest yeah yeah that's more important now than ever as well with everybody working from home or at least a lot more people working from home and if if you're like me and a morning routine sounds like a drag you can just call it a morning ritual or a morning practice there you go yeah morning practice ritual i like that yeah i like that i'm i've this is my goal for this month uh, to challenge myself is to get into a good morning practice, morning ritual, um, and stick with it. Yeah. So cool. Well, I know you're hungry. I'm starving. Uh, <laughs> thank you yeah. so much for coming on the pod, Malia. I appreciate it for sure. Man. Of course. I love this. This was great. Yes. Give uh, granny and mama my love for sure. I will. Definitely. Yeah. I got you. Thank you for coming on the pod. Love mm-hmm. you, dude. Love you too. Oh. Love you. Bye. Have a good evening. You too. Bye. Thank you again to Malia for coming on the pod. I uh, almost didn't include that part about us talking about my pronouns. Um, But after doing some editing and thinking about it, I kind of realized that one, uh, I do kind of want just to make a formal announcement around my pronouns. Um, And again, it's not that I prefer one or the other, it's more so just honoring uh, myself and all that I am. And, you know, acknowledging that part is there even if I don't really use that the they pronoun often um to the the testament of my fluidity I think yeah I just kind of wanted to make sure it's there and yeah people can still use she and her I still feel very much part of the divine feminine as well um but yeah the other reason why I included it is because I think I wanted to show how easy and not weird a conversation like that can be, Um, especially if you're talking to your friend or somebody you love in your life or just someone that you just want to get, be respectful toward and gain more understanding toward. Like, we literally talked about it in two seconds and then just moved right along in the conversation. And um, I hope that shows people just, uh, yeah, how easeful it can be. how natural and, and not weird <laughs> these kinds of conversations can and, uh, can be. So, and like, I understand people typically have a lot of questions, like, totally understand that. But if you're just coming from a place of just trying to be supportive and gain further understanding and clarity, I think uh, there's a lot of good headway that can be made. But yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, I'll catch you next time. Keep your spirit up.